Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pink Cloud Nine Vodcast, trademark video podcast on YouTube and Spotify, plus everywhere else in between. Today, I have a really wonderful, magnificent, spectacular, awesome person in the whole world, my world, business world, Lee Hodgins. How you doing, Lee? I'm doing great. Thank you, Catherine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am excited uh, that you're here today. So Lee Hodgins is a small business coach. Um, please, Lee, tell us exactly what you do in business and how do you help people? Yeah. So uh, I basically work with business owners and business founders who are already running successful business operations. They've probably been around for at least five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. uh, they probably have revenues, you know, exceeding a million dollars per year or up. Right. Uh, and I help them as entrepreneurs mm -hmm. become not only successful business owners or continue to be successful business owners, but I also help them become successful business owners of growing businesses. So if they're trying to scale an operation, if they're trying to grow their business somehow, then I work with them to basically become better business owners. What I like to call the transition to a CEO in terms of how they operate their business. Absolutely. Very cool. Um, so how long have you been doing this in, have you been doing this pre-COVID as well? Like, if you could just give me a, a little bit of history of how it started for you, you sure. know, in things, um, it's really important for my audience. They love to hear all of this like wonderful information, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been in and out of the corporate world myself for about 35 years. Uh, I've lived and worked overseas, uh, and I've spent time throughout the United States and Canada. I'm based in Canada myself, uh, but I've spent a lot of time in the U.S. Uh, working with businesses. Uh, my last uh, big sort of project uh, in terms of working in the corporate world was in 2017. I basically worked with a uh, one of the largest uh, independent pet food manufacturers in the world. Uh, and I helped basically start an operation in the U.S. for the first time for that company. Wow. So we built a $300 million uh, pet food manufacturing facility in Kentucky. And I was in charge of the organizational design and the people side of that operation. So I helped put a workforce together of about 500 people for that operation. And we started it, it was successful, and it goes now. That's amazing. And so that was uh, around two seven two thousand seventeen or so. Yeah, we st we started the project in twenty fourteen, I want to say, and we were all wrapped up by twenty sixteen. And then I left uh, the pet food manufacturing company in twenty seventeen, and I went back into consulting for myself, which is what I've kind of done throughout my career. I go through these phases where I work 
corporately. And then I go into a consulting kind of coaching mode uh, as a solopreneur. So I understand what it's like to be a solopreneur and, and start a small business as well. So I, I spend a lot of time working now online and that happened before the pandemic actually. So I, when I went into consulting in 2017, after I left the corporate world, I thought, geez, wouldn't it be great if I started an online consulting business instead of trying to pound on doors uh, physically all the time? And so I did that and I was up and running and, and going when the pandemic hit. So it was kind of like I didn't lose a beat, actually. <laughs> so it worked out pretty well. Who'd have thunk it, right? Absolutely. So that's very uh, innovative of you as well. So Yeah, I think it was just dumb luck, but <laughs> we'll call it innovation too. Sure. <laughs> no, totally. So, okay. So uh, you're actually uh, one of the few people that I have spoken to that has, that had an online, had started online business before COVID, right? Yeah. Because a lot of, yeah. the majority of us, started after covid right yeah so since you do have the experience of online business before covid yeah uh, can you tell uh us you know how it's different before and now and also where you get your most maybe traction or what has helped you and then i can tell you what has helped me and that way we can just give two uh, you know, ideas of how we can help other people also. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, well, when I started online uh, as a consultant, I didn't really know where to begin. So what I did was uh, I I did a bunch of research, obviously, on, on online businesses. Um, and what I ended up doing was putting together a course, uh, an online course. That was my first offering, actually. And uh, it didn't go well. <laughs> so, uh, and I think that was probably because I just picked the wrong subject. It was a course on uh, interviewing uh, techniques for small business owners. I really wanted to help small business owners. I always have. And uh, that's where I focus. I've always focused a lot of my energy. Okay. Um, but for some reason that didn't take off. So what I did was I, I think the word they use these days is pivoted. <laughs> so I pivoted and I started doing direct consulting because I found that more business owners just wanted to talk to me as opposed to taking a, you know, a course. Um, so I spent uh, probably another year after that. So that's two years into it. So we're talking probably 2018, late 2018, um, putting together an offering for small business coaching. And that's what I've been doing ever since. So that's what's worked for me is really, first of all, understanding who your audience is. You need to know exactly who you're serving. And I know my people now. I understand them. And uh, so when I say that I work with small business owners, that's a huge sort of niche. But when I say that I work with successful small business owners who want to scale the operations of their business, that's a sub niche. So that's where I'm focused. 
So I would say the first thing is really just understand your audience and then be able to uh, start the process of, and it, you know, as you say, gaining traction. It's it's really about getting your name out there. Um, and there's a number of ways you can do that. One of these is obviously what we're doing right now, which is podcasting, um, you know, getting yourself on uh, speaking stages, whether that's online or or live. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also paid advertising has worked for me, too. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So before I go on with what has worked for me, because every single person has to find their own path. In my exactly opinion. yes because, you know what works for her may not work for me or what works for me may not work for him right yep. cool so uh what are your demographics uh demographics actually are uh small business owners who have been in business for at least 10 years probably eight to ten years is is kind of that key window they're past the stage where they're trying to survive in business and they've gained traction in their marketplace. They understand their market. They understand their audience. They understand their product within that market. And what they want to do is they want to take their business to the next level operationally. And when I say operationally, I mean either growing the footprint of their business, if it's a manufacturing operation, or growing the service offering of their business somehow, if it's a service-based business. Uh, and they really have this vision in their mind that they could serve more people, more customers, more of their marketplace, and they want to grow what they're doing in order to do that. So I have a six-step system that I take them through that basically looks at all aspects of their business operations. So we start with mindset. That's really important. One, And I want to just say that very clearly. It's about changing or transitioning from an entrepreneurial mindset to what I call, again, a CEO mindset. You have to understand how to manage a business and you have to understand how to behave as the owner in that business if you want to see it grow. That's the key. Yes. And then I take them through uh, another five steps that look at all aspects of their business operations, from production to service fulfillment to sales and marketing to finance to people, uh, the whole shebang. And I work with them individually, one-on-one -on -one usually, okay. uh, although I do, I have done some group uh, activities as well, um, basically to, to find out where the pain points are in their business operations. Uh, and it's usually something that they personally, as the owner of the business, can deal with right away. They just haven't seen it themselves. They don't, they're blind to it. Mm -hmm. Or they, for whatever reason, and I'm going to say trust is the number one reason, mm -hmm. uh, for whatever reason, they can't let go of that aspect of the business or they're afraid to delegate it out. And as an entrepreneur, Going to a CEO mindset, you need to be able to start trusting and delegating in a way that's effective so that the business can grow. Yeah, absolutely. No, totally. And I, I love it. I love it so much. Um, as far as uh, let us know where or how we can find those six steps. Is it on the website or 
uh, just let us know uh, right now. And then we'll mm. remind everyone at the end as well. Um, what the best method of, is there a consultation? Uh, you know, all yeah. of that, please. Yeah, yeah. So usually uh, what I do, and this is available on my website, is uh, I do a one-hour free strategic consultation with them on their business. Um, and if you go to my website, you can sign up for that. Uh, there's no strings attached to that. Uh, and out of that, what I what I promise each person that meets with me is that you're going to get a short list of action items that you can take immediately. They're practical, they're solution-based. It's like a roadmap of what you need to do in order to really uh, allow your business to grow the way you want it to. So uh, that's what I do. Okay, awesome. And uh, your website will be in the description below. And anybody can click on it. It will be hyperlinked on YouTube, on Facebook, etc., all over the place. Yeah. So uh, you'll be able to check out Lee Hodgins' website and uh, book a consultation with. Yes, him. it's only uh, it's 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 only time that you need to invest. Okay. Yes, it's complimentary yeah. and it's one hour. That's that's really amazing, you know, because yeah, it's not done in one hour. Well, you know, I mean, a lot of online sort of consultation offers are, I don't know, they're, they're not really effective because they're really just sales calls. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't, I don't make a sales pitch in that meeting unless, unless the, the prospective client wants to, you know, make that or wants me to do that. So I wait for them to ask me before I make that pitch. But if uh, if they don't, then they walk away with some quality information and some quality actions that they can take right away. And it takes an hour to be able to do that, to be able to sort of break down the business enough in my mind and in their mind to mm -hmm. understand, you know, where the pain points are that we can take some action on. So above all else, that call is about what action can you take that, you know, will alleviate the pain points that you've got right now. Absolutely. So the consultation, it looks more like you do more of the listening at the beginning, right? Yes. Listening. Yes. And then towards the end, then you can give suggestions on what can help them. And then as far as the sales pitch is concerned, that may not happen at all. Yeah, it may or may not. You know, it's entirely up to uh, the, the individual that I that I am speaking with. Um, what I really want to do, Catherine, is um, I want to help them solve their problem. That's the key thing. So uh, I like to think that I start out being a thought partner. I'm a partner in their thought process because entrepreneurs are always up in their heads they're always thinking about, you know, what can they do better? What, how can they make it better? How can they move ahead? You know, they're, I mean, that's just the way our minds work as entrepreneurs. So I want to be able to be a partner in that, in that thought process, in that analysis. Awesome. Okay. Last question. What industries, yeah. what industries, uh, at, at first you had mentioned something about the, 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 the pet industry. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, that was my last corporate gig. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
So what industries have you worked with uh, recently or come to you the most or? Yeah. So I want to use uh, uh, an example of a client that I worked with a few years ago. Um, This is a bit of a cautionary tale because it's uh, an example of what doesn't work. (laughs) Because sometimes, you know, I can't help clients and, and it's not because I'm not trying. It's just, you know, they're, they're not able or willing to, to take that help. So I worked with uh, a client who was a, uh, a specialized manufacturer of wood uh, pieces. They were, a, they were a, an artisan, a, a craftsman. They were able to produce wood products that were just phenomenal. And they were wanted all over the world. Their reputation had grown over a period of about 20 years. Um, he worked in a very small kind of workshop environment for those 20 years. But one day he decided that he wanted to take that workshop and expand it into a huge production operation. So he went, and this is before I met him, by the way. So he went from uh, a small 6,000 square foot wood shop, artisan shop, to a 40,000 square foot manufacturing facility where he could produce his wood items and be able to compete internationally with some of the big competitors in his industry. Um, But he didn't really think that through in terms of what that meant for his business operations and what it meant for his role in that business. So I worked with him for about two years trying to convince him to, you know, modify his role as the owner of that business so that he could allow people who knew what they were doing when it came to a 40,000 square foot manufacturing facility to be able to actually make it work and make it run. Unfortunately, he just couldn't keep his hands out of it. (laughs) As an entrepreneur, right? He wanted to be in the back, you know, working on the the power lathe or whatever it was that they were making wood products with. And really what that would do is it just disrupt the entire operation that uh, they were trying to, to, to make as far as this manufacturing. So in the end, he, he just couldn't do it. He just could not let go of those aspects of the business. And what ended up happening was staff morale tanked. Mm. Uh, He had a number of managers, you know, quit uh, and he was in a position where up here in Canada, uh, unionization was at the back of his his wood shop door, uh, his manufacturing shop door. And they were uh, what they did was they actually unionized his operation right from underneath his nose. Hmm. So it basically wiped him out in terms of his ability to operate in that region. So he had to shut down his entire his entire operation. So it's a bit of a sad tale that way. Cautionary. Cautionary, yes. Yeah. So I I use that example because uh, you know I want people to know that uh, they're not alone. You know, in thinking, oh my God, I need to I need to hold on to control of what I'm doing. You know, I and I can't trust anyone to do it. And I'm saying that yes, you can if you just allow it to happen and do it in the right way. And so that's what I help people do. Yeah. Wonderful. And I mean, it's true because, I mean, Coca-Cola and Starbucks is not just one person. No. You know, 
massive amounts of people. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Cool. Uh, before we close, I did say that I was going to mention uh, what works for what has worked for me. Just, yeah. Just briefly, uh, because this is not about me. This is about you. <laughs> well, it's about you too. I mean, it, you I know, we're. Yeah, but yeah, we're here together. Both of our audiences, then let's go for it. Um, so uh, I didn't go into online business till after COVID. So a lot of people were already online, which is helpful. Yeah. And then I found the power of social media. Yeah. Right? And when yeah. I say that, I mean uh, being omnipresent. So I am on all. So I started two about two years ago. I started uh, my profile on all uh, platforms, including obviously the big ones, but including like Reddit, TikTok, even the, the, the alignable, the smaller ones. And so I, I, I started being more active there. So what I do when it has worked for me is I repurpose all of my content. So I uh, will come up with one piece of content and I will repost it or repurpose it on all of the um uh platforms right, right in different right. styles because every platform has their own different some are pictures some are videos some are small some are large some are only words whatever yep. you know so you customize in that way but the post is basically the same information right so uh repurposing and then and then um connecting with people online so that i can um uh, build I could build up my network and, yeah your relationships yeah yeah and so uh, uh, one of the ways that I started uh, building relationships online was um, online networking you know where we yeah. go on these zoom calls and there's like anywhere between 10 or 50 people and we all tell each other what we do in business and so it's like in-person networking but it's online you yep. know yep it started so with with uh, I I really love one that's called a Happy Neighborhood Project and when I started with them in summer of 2020 I um had 88 LinkedIn connections and now I have roughly over 2,000 you know and they're Very all cool. people that, they're all people that I know and like and trust yeah. And yeah. connected with it's not just you know what I mean? It's not just yeah. robot numbers. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not strangers that that are uh, connecting with you. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. You know. So um, yeah, that's that's what works for me. Uh, being omnipresent online, um, repurposing content, and um, online networking. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Before we close, tell us one last time how to best contact. You, what is the name of your website? And then after the name of the website is Gorilla Coaching, one word. So Gorilla being the military style of gorilla, not the animal. So it's spelled G U E double R I double L A. Gorilla in uh, coaching, one word. Dot C A. So it's a dot C A, not a dot com. I'm in Canada. Gotcha. Okay. No, I've heard of Gorilla. Yeah, coaching, yeah. Gorilla coaching, yep. gorilla yep. um other stuff. Yeah, it's it's a common word. I I just really just picked it because I thought it sounded nice. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm... and also it it speaks a lot about my style, which is, you know, think outside the box, you know, um 
be able to act quickly and, you know, uh, non-traditionally. So, yeah. And remember, it's, everyone, it's Guerrilla, G-U-E-R-I-L-L-A, not... G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A. R-I. Oh, so it's a double R, double double L. Yes, just like it would be, yeah, for Guerrilla, the, the, the animal, but... Gorilla well, that one is hard for me because I'm highly dyslexic, <laughs> and so. Uh, but the fact that I even got the UE correct is uh, a miracle. But yeah. I know that you said it's double R double L. Yeah. Yeah. So Coaching.ca. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. You're, you're gonna put it in the link anyway, so that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah. In the link. Yeah. Exactly. That yeah. uh, because it'll be hyperlinked and they can. Just yeah, and so. Yeah, so people will be able to, uh, you know, if you go to the website, you'll be able to see who I am, read a little bit about me. And if you really feel like you need a thought partner, sign up for that one hour strategy coaching session and let me help you. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much, Lee Hodgins, for being here. Thanks, Catherine. It's been a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much with GorillaCoaching.ca. Yes. And uh, everyone else, thank you so much for listening and watching the Pink Cloud Nine podcast. Uh, please be kind to animals, children, the elderly, and everyone in between. Let's just be kind. Absolutely. <laughs>